The best news coming out of the NFL has nothing to do with the fact that Bill Belichick is not in the playoffs, but the fact that DeMar Hamlin has been discharged from the hospital and is returning home to Buffalo. This from the physicians at the University of Cincinnati. What a difference a week makes. That is some incredible news. Uh, joining me now, I can't believe we haven't had him on all year. I read his I read his work throughout the season, and maybe I shouldn't tell him I read his work because I finished one game over 500. One lousy game, but again, I did finish over 500. From The Athletic, covering all things NFL, NFL modeling, projection. I did it again. Predictions and projections. It is Austin Mock. And Austin, I'm trying to combine pr- uh, uh, prediction and projection into one mouthful of a word. But thank you for joining the show today. Projection it's basically the same thing, just, you know. We're, you know, semantics at that point. <clears throat> it is. My problem is I talk fast, so as I'm trying to promote and say, and with uh, projections and predictions, and then the two words just sort of get mangled together. Um, a-, a lot to get into. Uh, your thoughts overall, and you can take this from a betting perspective or just a football perspective, that of the teams making the playoffs this year, half of them were not in it last year. And I mean, I know it's the norm, but it still feels remarkable every year at the end of the year when it's like, wait a minute, seven teams were not in it last season. Yeah, I think that's the goal of the unbalanced schedule that they have. You know, the Chargers were like, you know, seconds away from being able to, to make the playoffs last year. Uh, you know, Pittsburgh made it last year. They were, you know, right there if, if uh, you know, the Jets can pull through against the Dolphins. So I think that unbalanced schedule, even though this year was so particularly close with, like, it seemed like the middle 20 teams were all pretty equal. Um, I think that's, that's pretty much the goal with the NFL. They want this quick turnover to keep the, the fans engaged. And you know what? It, it, it's a cool thing. You know, we saw, you mentioned Tom Brady there. Or, or Bill Belichick and the Patriots. We saw them win too much. It's good to see some fresh faces in the league, uh, in the playoffs here. <clears throat> oh, yeah, a hundred percent. But who do you trust? And I imagine the answer is probably the Chargers just because of Justin Herbert. I mean, that's a quarterback with so much arm talent. And if they're fully healthy, there is a bunch of talent on that team. But Dolphins, Raiders, Jags, Chargers, Giants, Vikings and the Seattle Seahawks. All those teams are in the playoffs this year. None of them were in it last year. Which of those teams do you trust the most? Um, it's probably the Jaguars. Uh, the answer would be the Dolphins if if the quarterback situation was clear and Tua was able to go. Um, I guess there's he's not out yet per se, but I'd probably go with the Jags. They're playing at home. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is looking to be the real deal. And, you know, obviously trust, I think, starts with the quarterback position uh, in, in the NFL. And, you know, he, he didn't have the greatest game against the Titans. But, you know, over the second half of the year, he was, you know, playing easily as a top-10 quarterback in the league. Um, and, you know, Peterson's been there. He's a good offensive mind. I, I think their offense in, starts with Trevor Lawrence. I think that's the team that I trust most. I don't trust their defense. But we've seen, like, I didn't. Nobody trusted the Bengals' defense last year. But you know, you saw yeah. what Gerald, Joe Burrow was, and and we could see them. Uh, you know, the the I could see the the Jags having kind of a similar run. <clears throat> 
Brock Purdy, 6-0, and great passer rating, nice numbers, and certainly played better in the 49ers offense than Trey Lance has, and they've had close to the same amount of snaps. When you look at the 49ers, is there enough talent around Brock Purdy, and is the coaching staff good enough? Uh, and it's nothing against Brock Purdy, but when someone goes, well, you know, Kurt Warner did it, I'm like, yeah, that was 24 years ago. Don't use an outlier for the, uh, you know, to win an argument. But is there enough around the 49ers where they can go to a Super Bowl with Mr. Irrelevant throwing passes? I think there is. I think it kind of helps, too, that the NFC playoffs aren't as strong this year. Uh, yeah. the, the playoff teams, you know, that that helps. And, uh, you know, you look at Purdy, there's not a lot of, you know, deficiencies in his game so far. Kind of reminds me, honestly, of a Jimmy G light, if you will. He, he, you know, game manager, but can still make, I'm not going to say he makes all the throws, but he does. It's not like he's dumping off all the time. He, he's, he, you know, that offense obviously helps that and the weapons they have. But, uh, there's nothing really. He doesn't really struggle against the blitz. He's been fine when pressured. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of been crazy how his development has, there really hasn't been a drop off yet. And, and if he can just, limit the mistakes you know we always say jimmy g had those those back-breaking mistakes i think it's kind of the same thing again because the defense is incredible and obviously debo samuel christian mccaffrey george kittle brandon iuk's been playing incredible yeah uh, there are a lot of weapons for them to to go and i i think they're they're definitely alive to make a run to the super bowl for sure <clears throat> yeah no and, and by the way austin again joined by austin mock from the athletic it's a great point that you don't have to go through the same gauntlet you don't have josh burrow you don't have uh, uh excuse me um you don't have joe burrow josh allen you know all the great quarterbacks in the afc that he will not have to face in the nfc um, big deal, little deal, or no deal that the Cowboys laid such an egg against Washington? Uh, I'm not going to look too much into it. Uh, you know, it was one of those things all week. You, you hear the Giants aren't going to be playing anybody. So, you know, there's a little bit of a mental thing there where uh, our game's probably not going to matter because the Eagles should cruise to a victory. Um, and I don't know how much words like early in that game are they getting a, 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 you know some scores you know updates because Eagles went up pretty early in that game. Uh, I'm not going to panic. Uh, I don't love the matchup. You know, obviously when you face Tom Brady in the playoffs, it's not great. But I'm not you know I did not significantly downgrade them because of a, a basically meaning a meaningless game against the Commanders in Week 18. I, I'm not taking too much stock in that. How, how much fun was that? Forget about the analytics. Just how much fun was that Lions win last night over the Packers? Oh, it was awesome. Um, just like, you know, with the hard knocks and Dan Campbell, I felt like, you know, he was kind of a, like America's hero, sweetheart, whatever you want to call him, to begin the year. And they started off rocky. It's unfortunate that the Rams couldn't pull out the win because that would have been just great drama. But that really felt like kind of the turn for the Lions franchise. Um it, it, it seems that way. Like, they finally got past. I know they didn't make the playoffs, but, like, that team, they played great over the second half of the year. I don't think, you know, it's one of those things, would you rather play the Seahawks, Lions, or Giants if you're one of the top teams in the in the NFC? And I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think anybody's picking the Lions of that the Lions of that group. No, oh no, oh no. But oh god, that was just fun. And then Captain Grumpy loses. The fun, you know what the funny thing is, Austin. I think correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like most people last night we were all rooting for the Lions, especially after that Quay Walker um, uh, uh, penalty where he shoved the uh, the athletic trainer. 
But I feel that last night we were laughing that Green Bay missed the playoffs. But come Friday night, I think a lot of us are going to miss not having Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. It adds a little more gravitas and nothing against Geno Smith, who had a truly remarkable year for the nine-win Seahawks. Yeah, you know, I have Green Bay rated higher than Seattle on a neutral. So I think we do lose a little bit of, you know, maybe a closer game. Uh, against against the Niners, and, and I think their ceiling was higher for sure. You know, they they just it, it, they couldn't get anything going early in the season. Rogers had the thumb injury. Uh, you know, he said it was it was better, and and he was fine. And you know, the offense was better over the last month of the season. So, I do I, I would give Green Bay a better chance of beating uh, San Fran. But like, like you said at the top of the show here, or top of the segment here, uh, it's it's nice to have some new faces. But yeah, we might see uh, a little bit more less of a good game in that San Fran Seattle game now. <clears throat> Speaking of your numbers, and again, you do all the modeling for every game for the entire season. It's a ton of work, and it's good on you. I probably should have paid a little bit more attention to it because again, one game over five hundred. Do your models, how different are they from the actual standings where, you know, Kansas City's the number one seed, Buffalo's the number two seed, Eagles are number one, San Fran is two. Do your final numbers, are they lockstep in the standings or is there anything that's wildly divergent? Um, uh, the Chargers are above the, the Jaguars in the AFC. Um, Baltimore's tough because with Lamar Jackson out, and right. even if he does play, you know, he might not be near 100%, and obviously his legs are so important to his game. I would say that's probably the only thing in the AFC. Um, the Dolphins would have been different with two, obviously, but the, uh, the Vikings are the big one in the, uh, in the NFC. I don't, I don't have. I have them basically tied with the Buccaneers, and then I have the Cowboys over both of them. Um, they would be the third team, and then I actually have San Fran and, and Philadelphia about equal as well. So pretty much, you know, the te- the good teams went out for the most part in the NFL. Uh, but you know, when you get in the definitely with the division winners automatically getting the four seed, you you can get some weird things. And then obviously the Vikings, uh, you know, what were they eleven and one in one score games? That's gonna that's going to that's gonna have their rating much worse than what their record says. How the hell do you prognosticate Vikings-Giants? I'm a Giants fan. I've been one for you know, 30 years, but I just I never liked them. I never liked their talent on paper. Every win was by two points. Um, they're taking on a Vikings team that won 13 games but got outscored on the season. How the, like, like, I look at this game, and no one likes Kurt Cousins. And everyone loves the Giants coaching staff, but I don't think many people like the Giants talent beyond a couple of their pass rushers. Yeah, this is it's kind of is that, you know, we don't we don't love Cousins, but Cousins he's that guy, it just seems like he's not good enough to be like on an elite offense or team, uh but he's still a good quarterback. It's one of those he's kind of in no man's land if you will. Um, and Daniel Jones, I mean, he's played well this year, but like you said, the second half of the year I think was a little less inspiring than the first half. They've kind of been trending, but they still win games. Brian Dayball has been fantastic, obviously, but um, I do lean a little bit. The, the Vikings at minus uh, three, I make it a little bit closer to four, so I'll be on the Vikings uh, in this game, which scares the crap out of me because, again, <laughs> they cannot, neither team, neither team no. can win by margin, uh, it seems. Thankfully, it's only three because that makes it a little easier, but um, yeah, it, it, it's it's really like Saquon Barkley's explosive run rate was really good early in the season. That's kind of fallen off. So I don't know if that's people adjusting to the new, uh, you know, scheme that Daniel Jones is playing in. 
Um, but I, I just I don't love the trajectory of where the Giants are going, and I, I just you know it goes back to I think they have the better quarterback, they have the best player in the game, in Justin Jefferson. Uh, so I, I do lean Vikings there. It, it, it's not the greatest matchup, but I do think it's the it's, it's kind of a fun matchup with uh, two I think good coaching staffs. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think the coaching staffs uh, might be the most impressive thing. And, of course, uh, Justin Jefferson as well. Um, if you're looking at your models, just looking back at the, at the year that was in the NFL, which team was the bigger disappointment? The five-win Bronco team that got Russell Wilson or the four-win Cardinals team that had recently extended the coach, the GM, and the quarterback? Two of them are gone, and the other one is always banged up. Yeah, I think it's I think it's got to be the Broncos. I, I the Bronco the division's tougher than what the NFC West was, but uh the Broncos, you know, the 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 I don't know if it was the coaching staff, I don't know if Wilson looked better, you know, after they got rid of Hackett. Um but you know, the defense was good this year for the most part and and you really thought the offense was going to take the next step with Wilson at quarterback. Um and I don't think anybody had them not contending at least for a playoff spot and they weren't even close from like week one we kind of knew like wow this team might be in in big trouble um arizona i wasn't as high on uh i thought last year you know they started out the year really great and then they kind of fell off i wasn't super high on them going into the year so the broncos definitely were the bigger uh disappointment for me just because all facets that, that that was just like a lost season of what russell wilson's waning you know prime if you will i don't know if it's still a prime but uh you know there's not too many years left for for him to to win games well at the very least with their number five pick overall denver can address oh wait no that's gone to seattle and <laughs> geno smith set single season passing records uh austin really appreciate thank you so much for joining the show and everyone out there check out his work at the athletic if you haven't caught it for the regular season the postseason's coming up this weekend thanks so much for joining the show yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Yeah, you as well. That is Austin Mock from The Athletic.